everybody, it's your co-host Cody here. Hey, we wanted to jump in before the episode started and give you a little bit of a disclaimer. You see, Jen and I recorded this episode just a week ago on March 9th, and a lot has changed in the world since then. So we want to let you know some of the information in this episode might not be the most up-to-date or the most correct information that you can get on coronavirus. And we want to point you to the Center for Disease Control and World Health Organization, as well as your local governmental agencies. Um, you can find links to most of these in our show notes below. So take a listen to the episode. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send those to hello at unqualifiedparenting.com. And without further delay, here's your episode. We are Unqualified Parenting. We're here to do the work researching topics so that you don't have to. We're a dad and a mom aiming to bring you our own unique perspective from our two very different blended families. Hello, Jen. Hi, it's Cody. It's podcast time. Yep. Are you ready? Yep. So this episode... I'm going to be learning a lot from Cody about coronavirus. I've got everything you need to know without all the dumb shit and whatever. No sensationalizing here. I, I do not get excited at all. <laughs> this is the most boring episode. No, just kidding. Just There's good information. I have a lot of good information. Well, yeah, it's going to, it's, I'm, everything should be like factual and what people know. I'm so sick of hearing this might be, and it might lead to this, and you may be like, no, can you please just tell me the little that we do know and what I can do, that's and that's need. it. Yeah. That's it. So we're going to be talking about that for a little bit. We're going to put a timestamp in our show notes where if you're sick of hearing about coronavirus, you can skip straight to our segments. Segments. Um, and we'll put that in the show notes. Are you going to write this down for it? Because you always say, we'll throw it in the show notes. <laughs> I think you said something last episode. I'm not and in charge I of the website, know. Jen. <laughs> That's You're, your they're in the description so that they're on the app. You don't want to make people go to the website. Why do we have the website? <laughs> <laughs> so that people can find us on Google. All right. I will put it in the show notes. I'll put a timestamp. And you can skip past all, right, all this folks, stuff. You heard it from Cody. If you don't see that in the fucking notes, then you should you, send hate mail. You know I'll just cut the audio. That's right. They won't even know. I'll just cut it out. <laughs> no one has to know. All right. So I'm guessing all the podcasts you've listened to have all done a coronavirus episode. It's like the thing, the end thing. I've only been listening to my favorite murder. Oh, really? <laughs> so, no, they absolutely haven't. Yes. Yeah, so all these podcasts i've been listening to have done a coronavirus episode so this is ours coronavirus. I, corona. now we know that you guys come to us because we don't pull any punches we say it how it is we're not afraid to say that our kids are assholes and we'd like to choke the living shit out of them sometimes and we're not scared to say i don't know yeah so we're not coming to you from a place of being experts we're coming to you as friends. As Another spoiler alert. Equals. No one's an expert on coronavirus. Yeah, except the people studying it for the last two, three months. They're still not. They might be. Anyway, so, <laughs> so we thought we'd kind of go over what the virus is, what it isn't, and what you need to worry about and what you don't need to worry about. So what do you know about coronavirus? I know that... 
because of this small special I watched on some news station that they kept <laughs> saying, it might be, it might blah, 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 uh, basically stay three to six feet away from people. Obviously, wash your fucking hands. You know what's... Wash your non-fucking hands, too. We're just washing their hands, like, when they're supposed to be. Pretty sure these wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Gross. Exactly. So, coronavirus, we've had a few coronaviruses. This isn't the first coronavirus. Is that why it says 19 on it? Do you know what the 19 is for? 19 coronaviruses? No, we discovered it in 2019. That's It's stupid. the coronavirus <laughs> from 2019. There's a coronavirus 12. Well, I want the coronavirus 20. <laughs> I think there's I think there's a coronavirus 8, if oh. I remember right. And I only learned this because someone asked the question that I was going to ask. If we went from cor- coronavirus 12 to 19, where's the other 7? And I was like, oh, good point. And then someone was like, it's the <laughs> fucking year. And I was like, God, damn it. <laughs> All right, so uh, I've been working with this nonprofit, and this nonprofit does disaster response. And so I've had to go through some, like, FEMA training on disaster response. And some of my job there has been to come up with our organizational messaging on coronavirus. So I've done a lot of research, and I feel like I've got a really good distilled info here. I have a question. Yes. A girl at my work has been freaking out about, and I think she said it was China, that people are like spitting on elevator buttons and mm-hmm. wiping it all around. Yep. And I thought, that sounds like exaggerated. So I'm going to tell you something really cool about that. Okay. That's super nerdy and really ties into our podcast. So <laughs> when uh, epidemiologists get ready for a virus like this, They don't, or they used to not anticipate people being fucking assholes and going out to spread the virus. So like in China, there was a guy who was under quarantine who got up, told his family, I'm going to go infect some people at the bar and went bar hopping. Why? Because he's a fucking asshole. (laughs) So there's people like that. So uh, in the game World of Warcraft, I don't know if you ever played it. Yeah, a couple times. Like it I was like years more into life. Final Fantasy. Really? I was into the Final Fantasy XI, and that see, ate never, up a couple years of I my life. I never got into Final Fantasy. I did See, I did try World of Warcraft, but it was just, I'd already been playing Final Fantasy, yeah. and it was just so different. And I liked how the characters looked in Final Fantasy. I can see that. And there was like a cat girl, cat okay. ears, All right. All called right. a Mithra. We're done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't heard of World of Warcraft... Um, welcome fucking world, people. It's World of Warcraft has been a hit game since fuck, like 2004 or five. So it's, it's huge. Anyways, mm-hmm. it's a role-playing game where you control a little character. You're either part of the Alliance or the Horde, and you go around, and it's a MMO RPG, so there's thousands of people on one server. You can run into anybody. Um, they can attack you. You can attack them. Anyways. Um, in the game, there are raids where you can go and go through like this dungeon and fight a big bad guy at the end and get tons of rewards. Well, this one final boss, he had uh, an ability. Coronavirus. <laughs> almost. Where he could infect you and it would drain your life slowly. And it's, it was very contagious within the raid, within that dungeon. Huh. So if you're with your party, 
and one of you got it, it would go through all of you. Now, it wasn't meant to leave this raid. What happened was they didn't anticipate it um, infecting players' pets. So, like, you can play as a hunter, and you can have, like, a lion, and then send the lion out to attack. So what happened is somebody left that raid with a pet that was still infected. Hmm. Well, that infection worked outside of the raid. Oh. And started spreading like crazy. <laughs> That's so weird. Right? And, and literally started spreading throughout the entire game, wiping people out, absolutely Whoa. destroying them. And the creators of the game had to institute a quarantine. <laughs> Don't log on to the game. <laughs> right? Don't travel anywhere. Don't stop and talk with players. And they found that some players were going around and maliciously infecting people. Wow. And so when researchers got word of this, they got a lot of the data from the game and they analyzed it to come up with a better model on how to protect uh, viruses and the contagion. And That's spread. so cool. And it allowed them to factor in fucking assholes <laughs> that go around and lick handrails. <laughs> so it was really interesting. It was really cool. Um, anyways, back to, back to life. All right. So... The biggest question people have is, should I panic? Absolutely. <laughs> and the answer from no. everyone is maybe. Mm. Now. Are you sure it's not just a bunch of fear-mongering news people? Well, it, it, depends on, it depends on how the information is being sent out. If you're getting all of your news from a news channel, you need to ignore it. Most of that news is sensationalized, kind of like you said. And a lot of it is spreading information that isn't meant for the general public. So information like percentages and averages and statistics, stuff like that, it's hard for us as a citizen to make sense of that and make sense of what it means. And if you don't know how to understand the information, the data, you panic. You freak out because you're like, fuck, we're all dead. We're mm -hmm. all going to die. So we don't like to get political, but... If you're getting your, your information from the president, that's a horrible source. Because he said already that this isn't going to be an issue, that it's not going to be a problem. And <laughs> come the warmer months, the disease will die in the heat. But he's a fucking idiot because most of the world where this virus is, they're in summer and it's fucking hot. Did you hear about when he said, like, I guess you're not supposed to touch your face right now is one of the things. He's like, I haven't touched my face for two weeks. And then there's all these videos mm -hmm. of him touching his face. There was a, there was uh, a video going around. Some, some uh, health and human safety secretary, I can't remember who it was, but she's, like, talking to this crowd and telling them what to do. And she's like, keep your, keep your hands off your face. Don't put your fingers in your mouth. Don't do this. And then she licks her finger. To turn, turn the, the page. page. Yeah. Like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> So don't get your information from the president because he, like, if you're getting your information from the president, like, you might as well just get your information from a doorknob because they both know the same. Burn. Yeah, sick burn, bro. Um, so who should you look for, look to, to get your information? Well, you should look at the institutions that are set up for this. The CDC, Center for Disease Control. They're going to give you the most direct, non-sensationalized information on what you need to worry about, what you need to do, you need to not to. You can look at the World Health Organization. As they work with other countries, they get better data. And they, both chairmen of the CDC and WHO. WHO? They, WHO. WHO? Uh-huh. Yep. They both give <laughs> statements every day. 
and give updates on what you need to worry about, what's happening, and where it's going. Every day? Every day. Where? Um, just at their location. Are you going to put it in the show notes? <laughs> um, well, you can go to the CDC's website, which I'm sure is like cdc.gov. Mm-hmm. You can go to the WHO's website, which is like who.world. I don't know what their website is. Probably look it up. But I will put links in there for the CDC and WHO. You should also listen to your local governmental agencies. So your local health department, listen to them. Um, those are the only sources I would say that are good to get your information from about this virus. Did you say governmental? Governmental agencies? I don't think that's a word. Governmental? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's God. just government right. agencies. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to do my secret. <laughs> I summon Steve. <laughs> Steve will set us Oh, uh, He's not here. Well, he He's can ordering. To the episode and let us know. And until oh. he does that, I'll just, be, <laughs> I'll just be correct. No, I'm going to ask Alexa. Alexa, is governmental a word? <laughs> oh. Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> Fucking Steve robot. <laughs> we didn't have to do this bitch. in the episode. You could have just let it fly <laughs> and had Steve correct you. No, because then people were yelling in their cars or at work and they're like, duh, bitch, it's a word. <laughs> we should go to public school. All right. Yes, I did. Maybe. Maybe you finished public school. All right. So here's what the statement from the WHO director said today. Over the weekend, we crossed 100,000 reported cases of COVID-19 in 100 countries. Now that the virus has a foothold in so many countries, the threat of a pandemic has become very real. But it would be the first pandemic in history that could be controlled, which is good news. How do you control a pandemic? Well, you control the spread by having people quarantine and practice safe hygiene. You come up with different remedies and therapeutics to help with the symptoms. And then we develop a vaccine. So the great advantage we have is the decisions we all make. So as governments, businesses, communities, and families, we can all influence the spread of this pandemic for the better or for the worse. Um, And then he finished it with this. And if one statement had ever made me believe that we were in the middle of like some like apocalyptic movie, (laughs) this is the quote that I see as like being on TV right before all shit breaks loose. And who's it by? This is the director of Who. Okay. He said, let hope be the antidote to fear. Let solidarity be the antidote to blame. And let our shared humanity be the antidote to our shared threat. Now, Ooh. could you imagine, like, the president saying that? Aliens are coming down and, like, fucking attacking us. And he's like, I don't let think- our shared humanity be, not <laughs> Trump, but, like. I was going to say, I don't think like, he knows what half those maybe, words like, mean. Maybe Terry Crews. You know, mm. big buff black guy, and he's like, let our shared humanity be the antidote yeah. to a threat. Some Will Smith in a airplane. Yeah. Well. Is that what he was in? No. Well, oh, in. Mm-hmm. Air, there you go. Independence Aliens, like we were just talking about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, a big question I see asked all the time is, what is a pandemic? You know what a pandemic is? There was an episode of South Park where they had a bunch of kids playing the pan flute and it was spreading so much and so many people were making these shitty CDs and playing this pan (laughs) flute everywhere that they called it a pandemic. That's exactly correct. I learned all my things from South Park. Um, So pandemic just means this is 
a new strain of a virus. That's why we call it the novel coronavirus, because it's new. We haven't seen it before. Um, there's no vaccine in place. We have infection across the globe, and it spreads very easily. And so a lot of states are calling a state of emergency and declaring a pandemic. The reason they do that is not because everyone's about to die. (laughs) They do that because if they declare a pandemic in a state of emergency, it frees up emergency resources. So they can free up a lot of money and put it towards, you know, developing a vaccine, putting together, you know, public uh, systems and organizations to help with uh, people who need testing, people who need care. So if you see your state and they declare a state of emergency, it doesn't mean that zombies are knocking down your door. It just means it's a formality to free up resources to help. I mean, we can't contain this, but to help mitigate the threat of this virus. Hmm. So if you see pandemic thrown around, that is a word that scares everybody. Yeah. But it just means that we're actually giving it a name so that we can free up resources to help mitigate the spread of this disease. Mm. So if you see pandemic, don't, yeah, don't panic, okay? So I'm going to run through some quick questions people have and answers. So number one, who's at risk? Mainly right now, it's older adults. How we, old are we talking? Uh, about 70 and above. Um, however, kids zero to nine, we've had no deaths. We've had no complications. We've had none of that. And over the weekend, we had the first baby with the infection recover. Oh, little baby. How old? Um, I don't know. Baby age. So like 15, 16 years old. <laughs> um, right around there. Um, so older adults and then people with, they call it comorbid, comorbidity. Oh, my God. I can't even say it. Pre-existing conditions. Heart disease. Diabetes. Lung disease. Um, asthma. Um, you know. Or uh, an immune system that's been compromised. So you're fighting cancer. You have leukemia. You have AIDS. Um, these are the people that are at risk mm. and, and most at risk. Um, the other question is how does it spread? Well, it spreads like just about anything else. We've got person to person. Um, the virus spreads mainly person to person between people who are within close contacts, so they're saying within six feet, and through respiratory droplets. Do you know where your respiratory droplets are right now? On your hands. <laughs> so respiratory droplets. So people sneezing, cough, coughing. That By the way, if you life. sneeze, it takes forever for those spit particles to fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. They're like so tiny and microscopic that they just like linger for a disgusting amount of time. So even if no one's like in the room and you want to just turn and be like, like right now with this going on, yeah, and then eight people walk through it in the next hour (laughs) while this is going on, just sneeze and into your, the crook of your elbow. Do a vampire sneeze. Vampire sneeze works great. If you want a really good example of the way that these mucous membranes, our eyes, our mouth, our nose, can spread. Mythbusters did an episode where they tackled this myth, and they did it amazing. They set up a poker game around a table. I think they had like six or seven people. And for one person, they ran a tiny little hose, little wire, up alongside their nose, and they had it slowly drip at the rate of like a runny nose, this like fluorescent dye. So they couldn't see it while they were playing. 
So they played poker for like 30 minutes or something like that and then stopped and flipped on the black <laughs> And it was all over the dude who had the hose, like on his shirt, <laughs> on his hands. He had some like on his head and everyone else had it on their arms, their hands, their faces, Ew. all of the cards, <laughs> everything. Gross. So those little droplets, they're pretty serious. Cody's going to link to that Mythbusters episode in the show notes. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Fucking Google it. We're busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're dealing with fucking... God. we got an epidemic on our hands, people. You can look up Mythbusters <laughs> on your own. Um, another question is, can someone spread the virus without being sick? What? People are thought to be most contagious when they're most symptomatic, right? You're sneezing, you're coughing, you're throwing... No. You're got I thought it was like a week before you show symptoms, you're like pretty contagious with everything. Well, you're most contagious when you're... Nose is running. And I guess that makes more sense. Right? Um, but Cut that. <laughs> like you said, some spread might be possible before people show symptoms. There have been reports of this um, occurring with coronavirus, but it's not thought to be the main way the virus spreads. So to be clear, it's not people spreading it who don't have the disease or the virus. It's people spreading it that have the virus, just symptoms haven't shown up yet. How could you spread it if you didn't have it? I thought you said that was the question, which is why I laughed, because how stupid or what was the question? <laughs> how is it spread? No, that wasn't the question. <laughs> that was the question. Oh, can someone spread the virus without being sick? Oh, sick okay. Means showing symptoms. Okay. Right? Okay, I thought someone was a fucking idiot. So the following symptoms may appear two to 14 days after exposure. Fever, cough, shortness of breath. So this disease is part of the pneumonia family. And so a lot of the complications are breathing in lungs and pulmonary, whatever. All right. Um, it may be possible that a person can get COVID-19 by touching a surface or object that has a virus on it and then touching their mouth, nose, or eyes. And this is, thought, this is not thought to be the main way the virus spreads. So don't touch your face. Good luck. Because that's fucking hard. <laughs> Yeah, you're constantly touching your face. All day today. Which is why you have to constantly wash your hands. Mm -hmm. All day today, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to touch my face. <laughs> and then five minutes later, I'm like knuckle deep in my nose. Or I'm like putting my hand down my throat. Or I'm like shoving a thumb in my eyeball. And I'm just like, fuck, I'm going to remember playing King's Cup? Mm -hmm. And that's one of the rules you can make is don't touch your face. And everyone's so like, get wasted. Hard. Yeah. So hard. All right. Now, this is, this is the information, if you haven't listened to anything or really cared, this is the information to care, care about. How do I prevent myself from being infected? Here's the bad news. There's no vaccine. And a vaccine is maybe a year away. They're thinking end of this year, beginning to middle of next year. Um, they thought they had a vaccine a little bit ago, um, but it turned out to not be effective. There's a few different strains of coronavirus going around, so they have to figure out a way to target all of them. So just like flu, how flu can have a flu A and a flu B and a flu C. Mm -hmm. um, and so a vaccine is about a year away. Wow. Um, one thing we don't know, we don't know the rate of reinfection. Yeah, I was going to say, what if we just build up a bunch of antibodies right. to antibodies it? Antibodies and, and immunity to it, kind of like chicken pox. You have chicken pox, it's super rare to have it again. There's a vaccine for that now. Yeah, I mean, thanks for Growing up in the 80s where we had uh, chicken pox chicken, parties. I still have scars from chicken pox. It sucked. Yeah. So it may be like that where you have it once and then you're fine. Mm. Um, 
there's been no complications or permanent damage to those who have had the virus and recovered that we know of so far. Again, this, we're only in this like three or four months. So Do you know where this came from? came from China in the province of, I can't remember the province, but the town is called Wuhan. And so in the town of Wuhan, they have a lot of open meat markets where they sell a lot of different meat. And one of those meats is bat. Well, where does Ebola come from? Bats. Bat a lot of diseases come from bats. Maybe they should stop eating the bats. So the thought is someone who was immunocompromised or someone who was already sick and ate bat. Maybe they ate a rawish bat or something. Um, most likely what happened is the virus was able to infiltrate someone with an immunodeficiency and then start. So it could be in the past a lot of people ate bat with coronavirus, but they were healthy when they did. So they're fine. And all it takes is one person for the virus to latch on, mutate, and then spread. That fucking guy. That guy. And so um, China did a lot to kind of cause damage with the spread. They tried to lock down information and not tell people what's going on. And then it got out of China. And then they had to be like, fuck, okay, here's all the information. Mm. So thanks, China. Um, and also, thanks, Trump, for bringing it to the U.S. Did you hear about this? No, but I feel like this episode's getting very racist and political. And um, it's not racist. <laughs> I didn't say anything racist. You said thanks, China. Right. As like the country, not like thanks Chinese people. I mean. <laughs> so so here's here's basically how it got brought to the US. And this is like Is this proven or up. theories? Yes. Proven so, okay. so we had some US nationals in China that came down with the disease, and they were under quarantine. Well, Trump wanted to bring them back home. And Seriously? Yeah. And the head of the CDC, which when Trump got, came into office, he fired most of the higher-ups in the CDC and replaced them with a lot of just fucking idiots. Like, we don't have scientists at the CDC. Like, we have fucking lackeys put in there. Anyways, the guy who was in charge of the CDC said, no fucking way. They're under quarantine there. They're okay. Mm -hmm. So Trump went outside of this guy's opinion, outside of China's opinion, because China didn't want him to leave. Trump had them loaded on an airplane with other passengers that weren't sick. Well, and why wouldn't those people, like, say, no, I'm staying? They're fucking assholes, too. Those people didn't want to be under quarantine in China. Well, they're assholes. Right. Well, they didn't know that we weren't set up and prepared for their arrival. Uh Oh, So Trump put them on a plane with non-infected passengers and didn't tell them. The plane lands in California. They have the military meet the plane. The military didn't know these people were infected. What the hell? The military wasn't given protection, PPE equipment. And when they complained and said, this isn't safe, we don't have protection, they were told to just fucking suck it up. Wow. So they tried to take care of these patients. They took them to a hospital that wasn't set up to handle infectious disease, where they sat in a waiting room for a while before they were transferred to the hospital that could handle the infection. So we, we I mean, we probably would have had it now, but Trump can be solely responsible for bringing it into the U.S. because he's a fucking idiot. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to get off my political soapbox here. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm a very, very staunch Republican. Um, really. All right. So there's no vaccine. Um, There's no way to cure it. Um, And so the only thing we can do to mitigate it is everyday preventive actions. 
avoid close contact with those that are sick, just like you would with the flu, right? Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth, which is really hard. It's very hard. Yeah. Stay home if you're sick. That's hard, too. And that's the problem we're going to have in our country. A lot of these other countries, they have socialized medicine and healthcare. And it's not as bad as a lot of people tell you it is. A lot of people, oh, you got to fucking wait forever. Yeah, on like an elective surgery. But when you really need to get seen, you're brought in. Yeah. So in our country, we don't have that. We have, I don't know, I mean, I'd guess a few million people without health insurance, without sick or paid time off leave. Yeah. And these people are going to go to work. Yeah, because they'll get in trouble. Yeah. And that's why we're going to have such bad spread here in the U.S. Not only that, but we're not testing people. South Korea is testing, I think it's like 100,000 people a day. So they can tell the spread of the virus. Well, the head of the CDC here says that our spread in the country is probably a lot worse than anyone thinks. Because I think we've only tested 40 people. 40? 40 across the whole country. And the problem is getting tests and getting them in and making them work. And if you listen to Trump yesterday, he said, oh, we have tests. They're beautiful tests. <laughs> Anyone who wants a test gets a test. You're not fucking Oprah, and we don't have the tests. <laughs> Stop. Cover, cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue and throw it in the trash. If you That's don't have a too. tissue. Because, wait, I'm about to sneeze. Let me go grab like <laughs> Right. If you don't have a tissue. You can sneeze into your elbow, but you're advised to change your clothes when you get home. Mm, Put it that in makes the wash, sense. Right. Well, especially with my baby, like that's where I hold her. So mm-hmm. I should just, probably you just, just shove change. her face yeah. in your elbow. <laughs> like, Who's mommy? Suck that up. Oh, my boogers. <laughs> Gross. Um, clean and disinfect frequently touched objects regularly, just like you should be doing, anyways. Mm-hmm. If you have kids, you should know that they're a fucking nasty petri dish and they bring everything home. Yeah. So put your kid on the front porch, pour a bunch of bleach on it. <laughs> you're set. Don't actually pour. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> don't, right in. Don't. I poured bleach on my kid to prevent the coronavirus. I, I saw stuff online of people telling people to gargle bleach in their What mouth. the hell? Don't do this, people. Bleach should not go in any part of your body or, or on, on your body. any part of your body. It's a caustic material. It'll fuck you up. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe if you're worried about coronavirus taking you out, you can just drink bleach and just not worry about it and <laughs> fucking die. Anyways. Have you seen that meme that's going around with the for the perfectly hard-boiled egg and their individual eggs wrapped in tin foil and it says to put them in your microwave for like two minutes? And I wonder how many people have done that. Do you remember, I think it the was... The cell phone charging? I think it was the second iPhone and someone mm-hmm. online was like, they just put out an update that makes it so you can get a full charge from the microwave in 30 <laughs> seconds. Everyone was like trying to find someone to replace their yep. phone and, and pissed. Then it happened again with the iPhone 3. Hey guys, they sent out a software <laughs> update that makes your phone waterproof. If you're so fucking dumb to think that a bunch of ones and zeros is going to change the physical property of your device. You probably shouldn't have one. Or you deserve putting it in water. <laughs> Poor right. people. So, uh, the other thing is it says, follow the CDC's recommendation for using a face mask. Don't go buy all the fucking face masks, though. So, what is the recommendation? The recommendation is the CDC does not recommend that people who are well wear a face mask to protect themselves from respiratory diseases. 
All of you out there that have fucking panicked and bought all the toilet paper because you think you're going to be like shitting your brain out 24-7. <laughs> doesn't bought, even do that. Bought all the water. Folks, this is not an environmental disaster. The water's still going to flow. You're still going to have electricity barring some natural disaster. And maybe I kind of assumed it was probably the toilet paper was so that they could hide out in their houses for like a month. But are you not going to work? Like, here's the thing. The recommended quarantine is only 14 days. At our house, we have a household of three. And, you know, we have two girls that use toilet paper like it's fucking... Sliced bread. I don't know. I know where to go on that. I like, I was like, okay, we go through one roll every two days. We need seven rolls. One roll every two days? Yeah. Do they have like explosive diarrhea every day? Aubrey can wreck a bathroom. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Tell her to stop <laughs> waffle stopping. Jeez, that kid. Um, so, yeah. We don't, went. Don't buy face masks. Yeah, please don't, because those of us that needed it for our little babies, luckily she didn't get the flu, but I was advised by the doctor to do that, and I couldn't do that, and it really upset me. So the CDC says face masks should be used by people who show symptoms to help prevent the spread of disease. The use of face masks is crucial for health workers and people taking care of someone in close settings like that. Yeah. You have all gone out and bought all the fucking face masks, and there is a worldwide shortage. And now the people that have coronavirus might not be able to get the fucking face mask. The whole point of a face mask is to prevent those droplets from depositing places. Yeah. If you're well and you put a face mask on, what the fuck do you think it's doing? <laughs> it's doing nothing. You're well. So don't buy the face mask. If it masks. were airborne, like maybe, but... Still, even then, I don't think. Like, I, I think a lot of people, um, we look at China, we see them. A lot of people there wear face masks every day. Yeah. A lot of that's because of the fucking air quality. Yeah. Which, upside to coronavirus, they've had the best air quality in 50 years. Is it because no one's at work? Just all the factories are <laughs> shut down. Which is like, okay. So, don't buy face masks. If you need one, a doctor will tell you to get one. And they'll probably give you one. Yeah, and it. guess what? The doctor couldn't give me one because they were fucking out. Even the the Instacare I went to yep. was out. Not only that, but uh, a lot of people are buying hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer is only going to work on coronavirus if it's 60% alcohol. Ooh. If it's not 60% alcohol, it doesn't do a fucking thing. Or if your kids don't let it dry on their hands before they touch other things, hand sanitizer is not effective. Hand sanitizer has to dry in your hands to be effective. But washing your hands is so much more effective than hand sanitizer. Mm -hmm. Washing your hands is the preferred method. You need to wash your hands four or five times a day for 20 seconds. Every time you go to the bathroom before you eat. Now, this is where you need to be a good example for your kids. Kids have an attention span that is a lot shorter than 20 seconds. So. The guideline is have them sing happy, happy birthday, birthday twice to you. or sing the alphabet while they wash their hands. Mm-hmm. You should be right there too. Now, washing your hands for 20 seconds with soap and hot water, it's way more effective than hand sanitizer. So stop buying all the fucking hand sanitizer, okay? Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Stay away from people who are sick. 
Don't use a mask unless you're sick or you're taking care of someone who is sick. Yeah, please leave it for the sick people, also, guys. Return some of those masks. There, there's, there's people locally that bought, do you know what an N95 mask is? It's like no. a super hazmat mask. <laughs> Someone went around in our state and bought them all up and is selling them for $250 a piece online. Dick. I hope that motherfucker gets stuck with all of them. Me too. So, I mean, we went to the grocery store the other day because we actually needed toilet paper. And there was none to be found. Yeah, we went to Costco this weekend. Still no toilet paper. And we buy water in jugs. Not because we're freaking crazy. It's because I don't like the pipes in our house because they taste Ugh, I don't like the tap water. I need a right. filtered mountain spring Dasani Fuji apple water. It's like there's two Cody's. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, slow down on the water. Slow down on the toilet paper. Now, some organizations have been telling people to stock up for a month. You need to prepare for a month. Why? Now, everyone else is saying two weeks. The quarantine you, is just two weeks. And if you get sick... And no one was panicking than then your spouse or you could Amazon Prime that shit to your yep. door. Yep. Yeah. You could have it delivered. You could send someone out to get it. You could have someone who's not under quarantine get it and drop it off on your doorstep. Yeah. Like. So slow down. Take breath. You, this is nothing you need to panic about. They say, should you worry? Yes. Should you go about your life? Yes. Until you're sick or told otherwise, people need to understand Regular flu has taken more lives this year. Oh yeah, than by coronavirus a, like a, total. so much. So the CDC estimates that from October first to February twenty ninth, they've had thirty four to forty nine confirmed cases of the flu, or forty nine million confirmed cases of the flu, sixteen to twenty three million medical visits, three hundred and fifty to six hundred twenty thousand hospitalizations, and twenty thousand to fifty two thousand flu deaths. So that's basically a little bit before we found out about coronavirus till, you know, end of last month, the flu has taken out exponentially more people. And no one's panicking about that, buying all the toilet paper. Right. Now, the reason why people aren't panicking about that is we do have a flu vaccine mm-hmm. that generally works. And listen, people, you might get a flu vaccine that doesn't work that year, but guess what? That flu vaccine stays with you. And... They just kind of build up. And so the next year, they give you another flu vaccine. And maybe the one you got last year fits the strain from the next year. Are you saying I should have got the flu shot? You should always. Because <laughs> I didn't. And guess what happened? Yeah. You should always get the flu shot. My and, daughter got it, though. So. And what you need to understand about flu vaccine is it's a guess. They try to guess which strains are going to be prevalent that year. And they try to come up with a flu vaccine that'll cover it. Now, sometimes they miss and sometimes they hit. But getting the flu vaccine every year just builds up your immunity with all of those strains. It just sucks because you feel sick for like a day. Which, which can happen, which happens to some people. Doesn't, I, like, I don't feel any effect after having a flu vac- vaccine. And people who say that you get the flu from the flu vaccine, you had the flu before you got the vaccine. Yeah. That's the way this works. Uh-huh. And if you already have the flu and you get the vaccine, not gonna it's do not going to do anything. You, <laughs> you already fucking got it. It's okay? like taking birth control pills after you're pregnant. Yeah. It's not going to make you pregnant. Or but it's putting not a gonna... condom on during the drive home from that one night stand. <laughs> okay. You've already dipped it. It's already there. All right. So good news. There's good news to this. One, like interest rates in the U.S. have dropped to like levels we haven't seen in 30 years. 
Oh, yeah. My husband's like telling me to check my stocks because yep. he's like, fuck. So if Just, you have which stocks. Which doesn't mean I do have stocks. If you have stocks. I'm not going to look at you them. You have college plans. Don't look at them. Everyone's not, saying don't look at them. Because like Aubrey's college plan, she's lost like $16,000 Holy fuck. From end of December to now. So is now a good time to buy stocks? Now, now is a great time. It, this is really bad. But any disaster... Any worldwide pandemic, anything like that, people stand to gain. I'm going to buy some stuff. There were a lot of rich-ass motherfuckers made from the Holocaust. Sad. Yeah. And so, I mean, we made it a law that you can't profit from war, but... You can profit profit. from pandemics. Here's the thing. If you're in the U.S. and you're like my wife and I, and we're looking to buy a house, interest rates are below 3%. What? Really? Damn. Buy a house. Refinance your loan. Take advantage of that rate. Some people have been talking about some banks are, might offer almost like no interest or negative interest where they need to lend out money and they'll pay you a little bit for a little bit to take it. What? It's crazy. So good things, interest rates are way down. Another good thing, since oil production has stopped in some countries, Saudi Arabia said, guess what? Fuck all of you. And they started overproducing so they could drive the price down. Ooh. Because if they can drive their competitors' price down, they can price their competitors out of business. Yeah. So gas is dropping. Also, if you like beer, guess what beer is very cheap right now? Corona? Yep. <laughs> it's super Are you cheap. serious? Yeah. That's at, fucking stupid. Yes, I looked and it was about half off. Because, oh, I don't want to get the disease from the corona. <laughs> Although psychologically, I could see why the name could right. possibly repel people or like just subconsciously, right. you might not even know, like, yeah. Kind of like on Archer, their organization is called ISIS. And then when ISIS got big on the show Archer, yeah, like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you like beer, corona super cheap. If you're up to flying out of the country... Flights are about half. Oh, off. actually, we were talking about that at work today. Mm-hmm. They're so cheap. We're yeah. like, it might be time for a vacation. We're healthy. Yeah, there's a few people at my work that were able to get round trip to Mexico for about fifty dollars each way. What? Which is crazy. So okay, I, so I we need at, to go on. I looked vacation. at like my dream flight, which would be to Paris, and it's like a thousand dollars lower than a normal. Wow, it's go still to Paris. Expensive, so we're not going to Paris. Oh. But you know, people are scared to travel, which. I get it. You don't want to be stuck in a country under quarantine. Yeah, that's true. It, you could take that trip of a lifetime. And I tell you what, hotels are empty. Airplanes are empty. The resorts are empty. So you could have a fucking dope vacation. Nice. Okay. So that's good news. The other good news, governments all over the world are declaring a state of emergency to free up money to mitigate the crisis. Right? Mm-hmm. They, this money takes care of the infected and hopefully to find a vaccine. Um, like I said, however, that might not be until the end of the year next year. Another good thing, this virus has not taken any children. Yay. Which, That's my concern. Which, honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, that should be a huge sigh of relief. So why are they closing schools? They're closing schools because kids are fucking Petri dishes. And they're mm. going to bring it home. Your child's disgusting. You and know it. Here's I know thing. it. My, my father's in his 70s. My grandmother's in her 90s. And I'm absolutely terrified for the two of them because I have family that are fucking idiots. And if they have it, they'll walk into that house. And if either of those two get it, I don't know what their chances are going to be for survival. Because, you know, my, my dad's as healthy as he can be. 
my grandma, she's she's old. She's, yeah. You know, she's survived a hip surgery, some liver issues that we didn't think she was going to make it through. And I've tried to tell him, you need to institute a policy where she wears a mask when, when visitors come over. You don't touch her hug. And when they're gone, you wipe the fucking place down. Yeah. Okay. But children, you don't have to worry about it. The reason they're closing schools, one, for two weeks, because that's the quarantine period. The device or the disease hasn't been shown to survive past 14 days of incubation. The other thing, they need to clean and disinfect the schools, which takes a fucking long time. Oh, I'm sure. The other thing, most workers at elementary, junior high, high schools, they're all older. Mm. Lunch ladies, they're all older. A lot of your guides and counselors and teachers, they're all older. This is our at-risk group. So they're not closing schools because your kids are going to die. They're closing schools so that they can disinfect, clean them, and so these kids can wait out their incubation period so that they don't take down the staff. Mm. That's it. That's why they're closing schools. Now, if this outbreak gets larger and hospitals get overrun, they will close your school and they will set up a triage where people can go and they have a hospital bed. That's what they do. That's what they do in these types of scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big worry is since this is like a like a, a infection that affects breathing and lungs, um, if we don't mitigate the spread, we don't have enough ventilators for everybody. Mm. There's going to be a shortage and some very hard decisions are going to have to be made. Now mm. we can prevent that by washing your hands. Don't touch your face. You know, disinfect. You know, don't use a mask unless you're sick or taking care of the sick. And stop licking your finger and wiping stuff off your kids' faces. Yes. No, no. At any time. Now, a really funny story from this <laughs> A lot of these kids in China have been out of school for months. Well, the schools instituted an app that the teachers could assign homework and interface with the kids. So oh. the kids would have to do homework. These kids have been spamming this app with one-star reviews. <laughs> and they got it removed from the app store so they wouldn't have to do homework. Assholes. <laughs> kids are fucking assholes. <laughs> right? They're smart. The other thing, I was watching a video today. Some people in China have been using those inflatable dinosaur costumes as makeshift hazmat suits. Oh my gosh, that's so there's amazing. Like, there's people running around China in these dinosaur costumes. <laughs> like typing groceries, getting gas. <laughs> but, so it's great. So how scared should you be? A bit. Dinosaur costume scared. Dino- d- dinosaurs running all over the street scared, okay? <laughs> Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Avoid large gatherings if there is an outbreak. And again, so far... Kids are fine from this. It's it's the elderly. So that's where we are. Say goodbye to your grandma and grandpa. Just kidding. That's horrible. So I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, what would it be like if this, uh, if this disease takes out all of the elderly? What if we end up in a world where no one over 70 exists? That'd be sad. Wouldn't that be weird? And weird. Like our like priorities it. and everything would shift a bit. It'd be really weird. Yeah. Let's I hope like it's not it. that. Yeah. Don't um, put that out there. Yeah. Um, luckily, quarantine isn't as long as it used to be. The word quarantine comes from back when, uh, um, when was it? It was like 14th century um, and ships arriving into Italy would be quarantined. They'd be stuck off port. Weren't allowed to dock for 40 days. 40? 40, 40. Well, Corant, 
was Italian for 40. Oh, of course. Why well, I, I forgot yeah, yeah. for a second. So, yeah, they'd hold them on the ship for 40 days. They knew that a disease couldn't last past 40 days. And if everyone on the ship died, they made the right choice. And if not, then they let them dock and come into town. Did so, it ever happen where everyone on the ship died? I'm pretty sure it did. I, I don't have any data on that, but I'm pretty sure it did. Future episode like Black 14 deaths. <laughs> so, like, think everything there is that it's not 40 days, just 14. Yeah. Um, all Plus, right. wouldn't it be nice to have a 14-day break from your life? <laughs> Honestly, like, like, I would love to just work from home for the rest of my life. So, <laughs> if we could, like, everyone just, like, if you're quarantined and you're allowed to work from home, like, bust your ass. Like, do a really good job. Yeah. And let's show the world that parents can stay home and work from home. I actually love my coworkers, though, and I would miss them. Can't stand, like, all my people. And so I'd love to work from home. Not only that, <laughs> but childcare would be taken care of. We wouldn't have to pay for fucking. Oh, I'd still have to send care. her to daycare. I wouldn't be able to get anything done with a toddler Just running around. Put her down in that room with a bunch of with the dogs and let her do her thing. <laughs> All right, I have tips. You want tips? These are really easy, and we've already covered most of these. Teach and practice good hand hygiene. Show your kids how to wash their hands four to five times a day, twenty seconds. Don't depend on hand sanitizer alone. Okay, it isn't as effective of washing your hands. We live in a society where everyone uses hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer is basically a band-aid that'll hold you over until you can wash your hands. It's not meant to be the end-all be-all. So I just I have an itch in I know, my I'm eye and then I'm realizing how much I've been, I've been my touching eye. my nose all the fucking episodes. <laughs> so look, if there's not an episode after this, just know that we loved you all. <laughs> okay, we went out doing the thing we loved. We drank too many Coronas. <laughs> there was a there was a picture put up of Ivanka Trump. She had a Corona and a lime wedge, and it said Trump appointed his daughter to help knock out coronavirus and Lyme disease. <laughs> okay, that's funny. All right, um, the other one. Even children need to be reminded to avoid shaking hands. You don't have to shake hands, and it's you're advised not to, which is really weird because I went to the doctor the other day, and it's weird like ending your appointment. By not shaking their hands. You shake your, like, what doctor? My butt doctor. Like like a physical doctor or like a therapist? A physical doctor. Like a, a body doctor or like a therapist doctor? I have actually gone to both in the last week. Because you shake your, you like your doctor's hand? They Well, they always come in the room. They put a little hand sanitizer in. They do this thing. Shake your hand. I don't go to the doctor very much. So, well, it might throw you off because a lot of doctors don't use gloves anymore. Because they found that those gloves don't really do Oh, is that shit. why they don't use gloves anymore? Yeah, it was a change oh. like five, six years ago. I wondered that. Not only that, but they found that it really puts off patients. If you throw on a glove, they worry. Why do you have gloves on? Are What's you scared of me? me? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, even children need to be reminded to avoid shaking hands. Do a little elbow bump. Don't do a fist bump. Do a little elbow bump. What if you just made out with everybody? <laughs> you could do that too. Okay. If, if you want to be a dick and you want to kill people, <laughs> that's fine. Um, the other one here is stock up on two weeks of essentials. And by essentials, I mean diapers, food, medications, that stuff. So not eight months of toilet paper? Not eight, eight months of toilet paper, not enough water to I fill. I haven't even checked our toilet paper. Like, you need to go I don't check. even know if we're low. Do you need to go see? No. I can wait. You Do can you go. want me to go no. check? <laughs> All right. So two weeks. The most important there is medications. You don't want to be stuck in quarantine and run out of a medication that you depend on. 
So make sure that you've got at least two weeks stocked up. So diapers. Breast control. Yep. If that's an essential medication. Yeah. Are you kidding? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. If it's It is essential. (laughs) I have it in my arm, injected in my arm, so I'm good. But I mean. Another thing that I see happening from this is once states institute like a a forced quarantine, we're going to have to face the effects of all the babies that are going to be born nine months from now. (laughs) Because people are stuck in their house for two (laughs) weeks. They don't fuck. Okay. It happens every Super Bowl. Whatever one team, they always have this explosion of babies. Um, So weird. Here's one that most people don't. (coughs) Corona. (laughs) One thing that some families don't do is this says shoes and bags should all go by the door and stay by the door. You're bringing stuff in with you. Ah. Right? Leave it by the door. That's where it goes. Encourage children to change their clothes when they get home from school. Throw those clothes in the wash. If, if they have coronavirus on them, you don't want them sitting around. Have them change and wash them. What if they're in daycare? Have them come home and change and wash their clothes. Oh, that's so much work. <laughs> right? But if it gets rid of risk or whatever, you're good. Another one, be mindful of high-risk family members. Anyone over 70, anyone that's immunocompromised, you need to pay close care to them. and You need to make sure people aren't bringing it in there. Um, another big one is get moving outdoors with your kids. Go to the park, play, get some exercise. Exercise is great for your immune system. Yeah. So, I mean, don't go to a park and stand in a huge crowd, <clears throat> but most parks, there's enough room where you can walk around and you're not within 40 feet of somebody. Yeah. Or you're, t- you're totally fine. Um, avoid highly trafficked places, which I know is hard. You know, if you live in a big city and you take a subway, try to find the least crowded car, which I'm sure everyone is doing, but try to stay away. If you're on the bus, I just sit somewhere where the people aren't. Continuously clean your home, which you should be fucking doing anyways, um, especially areas that get heavy use. And then don't wear a mask unless you're sick, and don't spend all your fucking time reading the news about coronavirus. Or checking your stocks like I'm trying not to do. Yeah, don't look at your stocks. Um, the, the Wall Street bet subreddit on Reddit started posting the Suicide awareness hotline because people are checking their stocks and freaking out. Don't look at your stock portfolio. It'll come back. But what if I want to buy stocks right now because they're low, but then you look at them? No, if you want to buy when they're low, do that, but don't look at your balance. That's kind of difficult. It's all the same. So, oh, man. So that's all I got. So that's coronavirus. That's everything you need to know. No sensationalizing. This is what it is. Should you be worried? Maybe. But if as a community we can get together and we can practice safe hygiene make our kids practice safe hygiene, then we can mitigate this. And it's not going to be as big as people are predicting. Yeah. So fucking calm down. Stop buying out the grocery store of all this shit. Prepare for maybe two weeks, which you don't need all the toilet paper in the grocery store. And do, do please return some of that stuff. Like if you did stock up, don't be embarrassed that you freaked out. Yeah. Everyone's freaking out. It's fine. You're not alone, yeah. but, but please return some of it. If everyone returned like half of what they bought, it would be amazing. Yep. Hospitals need your stuff. Now, we should anticipate supply chain supply chain interruption. So like Procter & Gamble came out and said, our factory in China hasn't been working. So there could possibly be some shortages of some household items, like toilet paper, paper towels, shampoo, and that. Could be is the word. Could be. Not now. And if there is a shortage, you'll know, but not now. They said there could be. The only other shortage... 
could be plastic bottles. So you might not be able to get your Dr. Pepper in a plastic bottle, but you can get it in a can or you can get a fountain drink. Can I get toilet paper in a can? You can get it in a, in a fountain drink only. That's oh, the only fuck. way they dispense toilet paper. Oh, okay. So you can get it flavored though, like 7-Up. Add vanilla to it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the coronavirus. That's what it is. That's what you need to worry about. Stop reading the news. Stop listening to your elected officials if their last name is Trump. <laughs> Go to the CDC's website. Go to the WHO's website. Listen to your local authorities. That's it. That's all you need to do. And then just practice safe flu etiquette, people. It's flu season. You should be doing the shit anyways. Yeah. All right. I'm Thank done. you for all that information because I learned You're a welcome. lot. All right, Jen, should we do some segments? Yes. Now that we I did s- scared everybody with viruses? Yeah. Okay. What segments do you have? I have two one-ups. Whoa. I know. I'm right. amazing. <laughs> Well, how about you tell everyone what our one-up segment is? So this is where you did something awesome as a parent. One-up. And where you do something fail or horrible or stupid as a parent. Game over. Game over. Yep. So I have a one-up. And it's because I caught myself in a parenting trap that I was Ooh. starting to fall down before it got too I far. I love that movie, Parent Trap. So good. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Finley's now at the age where if I say, if you have two more bites, then you can have the chocolate you've been begging for, which is like a tiny little piece of milk chocolate and chocolate, chocolate the whole time. And she's been eating two more bites. But this is a new skill. Mm-hmm. She didn't have bargaining until a couple weeks ago, and all of a sudden she understands this. So now, instead of like singing one song as she's laying in her crib, I'll sing a song and she'll be like playing peekaboo with Minnie while she's in there, and then I'll go to leave and she'll sing, sing. And I'll no, say, no, sang. if you, okay, if you lay down and close your eyes, I'll sing. And she'll lay down and close her eyes for like, half the song and then like sit up and stare at me and then i end up singing like three fucking songs and talking half the time and then dinner ends up lasting forever and ends up becoming a bargaining tool which i have always vowed like food i am not gonna have kitchen battles she didn't eat any of her dinner tonight she just drank nine ounces of milk shoved her dinner aside and i was like all right cool guess we're not having dinner that's fine with me you're obviously not hungry so i am i'm ending the bargaining as of yesterday, because I realized I was doing it, I'm going to sing a song while you're in the crib if you want. If you play around the fucking time and don't try to fall asleep, I'm not going to tell you to lay yeah. down. Like, do what you want. I'm t- going to tell you before, and I'm going to sing one song, and then I'm out. Yeah. And if you don't eat your dinner, I'm not going to threaten you with no treat. I'm just not going to talk about the treat. You're no. just not going to get one because you didn't eat your dinner. A lot of people don't realize that kids can understand consequence very early. Yeah. They can. And you should be teaching them consequence. And you don't have to make a thing of it. Just nope. don't say anything. They'll start recognizing, wow, I ate my dinner really well, and the family's having some pie for dessert, and I get to eat some. Yeah. Because we do that, too, where it's just like, we're not going to bargain. I know a lot of people use emotion in those situations, and they get mad, and they get angry. Don't do that. No. Just no. be calm. They're not doing something to get yelled at. Yeah. They're just no, she, she didn't this, want. She didn't, she didn't want chicken pot pie for dinner. Oh well, 
Steve yeah. ate it. It's fine. There you go. <laughs> it's okay to send your kid to bed hungry. Oh, and my mom, speaking of emotional bargaining, my mom lately has been like, no, don't hit the dog. If you hit the dog, I'm going to be sad. Oh, or goodness. or if if you don't do this, I'm it's gonna make me sad and it might I might cry. On like our next she's episode been <laughs> of narcissistic parenting. <laughs> Which I don't know whether I should correct it or just I've just been letting it slide. But it's getting to be like every time she'll say something about like, Oh, that that'll make him sad. You better put your crayons away. Like What sucks about that is she's teaching Finley that her everyone everyone's emotions relies on her actions yeah no also that gives them fucking control and power if they want to yeah. be little dicks they'll be like oh finley needs I to look make your you mom sad. and be like if you're sad it's because you chose to be sad <laughs> and then punch the dog <laughs> <laughs> right in the nose oh man that's good that's a hard lesson it is and i'm i'm so happy that i'm catching myself early on because it was already exhausting and it only been a couple weeks I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Stop yeah. it. You're going to fall back into it. And yeah, then and then I'll be like, no, out. Jen. Because I listen do that all the time Yeah, I do that all the time with Aubrey. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, I got to stop. I just got to let the consequence. Yeah. Life will teach them a lesson. Oh, you're hungry? Well, you should have ate your fucking dinner then. Yep. Idiot. Yeah, there was a while there when Aubrey came to live with us where she hated everything. If it wasn't a hot dog or a Cheeto. <laughs> and I got so fucking sick of the fight. That I did what you did. I just said, all right, you didn't eat your dinner. That's it. Time for bed. Good night. There you go. Good luck. <laughs> but I'm hungry. But you didn't eat dinner. And the other important thing is, folks, save their dinner and put it in the fridge. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids would be like, no, I'm not hungry. And then an hour later, be like, I'm hungry. Can I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? No. But you can have your delicious your dinner <laughs> is in the fridge. You can warm it up if you want. Doesn't matter. That's your food. Yeah. Yeah. That only happened a few times they like fucking clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say that is a one up. I have another one up too. Do you? Okay. Do you have any segments? Um, I probably have a just fucking stop. Okay. Or maybe I don't even know what I'd call it. I'll just tell you the story and you can tell me okay. what would fall under. Okay. Do you want me to do mine? Yeah. It revolves around eating. What? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, Triggers. Look, folks. We're a family that eats in front of the TV from time to time. And by from time to time, I mean two to three times a week. You pieces of shit right? people. I'm Trash. Screened. How, we how just did I? an episode on screen time. How dare I? <laughs> right? What a horrible person I am. But we do that. You want to know why? Because it's fucking easy. Okay? I, I've got a back issue I'm dealing with, and I'm not sleeping. And Mikkel's tired. She doesn't want to cook. So, yeah, we'll get takeout and we'll watch the show while we eat. Speaking of that, you had a shoulder surgery not too long ago. A year You'd, ago. It's already been a year? A, no. It's been a year and a month. What? You wouldn't allow us to do a podcast while you were on <laughs> drugs. Can right? we do a back surgery drug episode podcast where you're, like, just coming out of surgery? Hey, Jen. Go to the, yeah. I've been doing this whole podcast on drugs. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, they must suck. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Like, like okay. Uh, all right. I'm having surgery in two days on my back to relieve a back issue I have. Okay. This is like the 13th surgery I've had. I'm at a baker's dozen. Okay. Coming out of anesthesia, I'm not funny. Aww. I'm not weird. When I was a kid, I came out of anesthesia once. I only spoke French. 
because I was taking French in high school and freaked all the nurses out. They're like, what the <laughs> fuck is he saying? And then I came to and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But now it's just, I just wake up and chat with the nurse and that's it. So Aww. it's not funny. It's not cool. I'm lame. I'm boring. Man, like that. yeah. that's disappointing for how many you've had. seems like a missed opportunity. Right? But I mean, Aubrey will probably have to have like, Wisdom teeth removed. We could do, we could interview her. There you go. There go. Yes. Problem solved. Doing it. So, yeah, we, we're tired. We don't like cooking all the time. And yeah, we'll sit down and watch a show. Problem is, guess who doesn't eat when there is a show on? Ugh. Fucking Mikkel. What? Just kidding. It's oh. Like, <laughs> it's like, Mikkel, <laughs> pay yeah. attention. We always have to tell Aubrey, eat. I am eating. No, because I've been like watching you out of the corner. She's her chicken nuggets. Well, no, she'll like have her fork. She'll have some food on it. She'll just be watching TV <laughs> and there. And you can see out of the corner of your eye and you're just like, eat. I bet that's uh, what Lily would do if we tried to eat. Like you're not eating because I've been watching. Yeah, I have. All right. So this happens all the time. And we're like, look, if we have to remind you again, you go sit in the kitchen. You don't get to watch the show. That's the way it goes, right? Mm-hmm. So I get home today and she had... We have whatever you want nights, okay? Yeah. Look, when, you're, when your kids are old enough, like, I taught Aubrey how to cook when she was about seven, okay? She can operate a stove at seven. She can make macaroni and cheese at seven. Kids are smart. That's how I grew up. I had to cook my own meals for a lot of the time when I was a little kid because my parents were absentee, especially my mom. So whatever you want night, everyone fends for themselves. Mm. So I get home from work today, and she had been sitting down for about 10 minutes at the table. She made herself a quesadilla, some apple slices, some goldfish crackers. <laughs> she had her phone set up, and she was watching some Alexa and Katie show on Netflix. It's Ariana Grande. Before she was, like, famous singer, she was in this stupid Disney show. Oh. Aubrey's watched every episode probably four times now. Oh. And if you watch this show, Ariana Grande is the most fucking annoying, <laughs> like, up there with Caillou. Like, the way that she talks is, like, fucking turn it off. Anyways, so I get home. Um, she's in the kitchen. I go in the kitchen, set up my computer to do some work stuff, and I'm sitting right next to her. And it's been 30 minutes, and she hasn't eaten her quesadilla or her apple slices or her crackers. But I look at her and say, Aubrey, you need to eat. Stop focusing on the show. I'm eating. <laughs> Aubrey, you're not. I've been sitting down for 30 minutes, and you've barely eaten anything. It hasn't been that long. Look at the clock. I was like, Aubrey, you've been sitting here for at least 10 minutes before I got home and 30 minutes now. It's been 40 minutes and you, you haven't even finished a quesadilla. Come on. And she's, she's arguing. No, Dad, no, I didn't. Uh-uh, that's not true. And I said, look, if you're going to argue, then we'll argue like this. And I took her phone, put it in my pocket. <laughs> and I said, eat. 10 minutes went by. She cleaned her plate, ate everything. And I said, Aubrey, in this last 10 minutes, <laughs> without TV show, You've eaten more than you did in the previous 40. So do you want to tell me again that you're eating when you watch your show? I am, Dad. I am eating. I'm like, you're not. You're absolutely <laughs> you guys not. are both arguing with each other. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, you absolutely are not. And I said, I said, look, we need to communicate. We need to get this figured out. So she shrugs her shoulders. And I said, that doesn't work. Shrugging your shoulders means you're done communicating. And we're not going to reach a mutual understanding of what's going on here. And I said, when you're ready to talk, when you're ready to communicate, you can come find me. I don't have to sit there and argue with her. Yeah. I don't have to get mad Good. at her. Good. Yeah. I can just, just say, walk away. if you want to fix this, you can fix it. 
oh yeah i just walked away so she came up to me later she's like dude i'm sorry and i said you don't need to apologize you don't need to feel bad i'm not mad at you you're not in trouble i just need you to eat that's it Mm -hmm. i said my whole job as a parent is to get you up to 18 and kick you out the door and i can't do that unless you eat (laughs) okay so you'll be fine you got this um and we started talking about it and you know she felt a lot better about it. And I said, look, for the next little bit, I need you to eat at least half your dinner before you watch a show. And I said, not because you're not good, not because you've broken a rule. I said, it's just because our brains kind of work the same. I said, my brain gets distracted all the time. Unless I have a good way to set priorities, I'm going to get distracted. Mm -hmm. I said, you need to figure out how to make your eating a priority over your TV. And she's like, okay, I can do that. Mm. It was kind of along the same lines. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And with food. Yeah. So let's back up a little bit. (laughs) Your choose whatever you want night is is also a fend for yourself night. It's a whatever you want night. Whatever you want. So like you don't say like (laughs) how is this how is this this like not easy to understand because we've we every sunday is a whatever you want night but it ends up being like one of us ends up providing that still like it's so so the where whatever you want nights work is you fend for yourself now if you need to go to the grocery store to get what you want i'll take you to the grocery store so you can get what you want Hmm. but you fend for yourself you know we have enough food in the house it needs to be eaten so it doesn't go to waste so whatever you want night is usually where like leftovers get, you know, knocked out. Yeah. Um, food that's going to expire gets knocked out. And I don't think that my husband would go for that with our 10-year-old because she doesn't know how to cook anything. And then it would take effort to teach her how to cook. So he would probably just end up cooking for her. And then in that case, might as well just might make because you have to do it for the baby. So I taught Aubrey to cook by playing a game where we pretend we're on a cooking show. That's fun. And so we both stand in front of the oven and look at the wall and pretend like we're talking to an audience. And <laughs> we did that for a few years. And now <laughs> she understands how to cook. She knows That's how to awesome. Measure. She knows how to read a recipe. She. That's cool. Yeah. But, That'd be nice. But yeah, so whatever you want night, you all fend for yourself, which is nice because I take Adderall for my ADD and it wipes out my appetite. So I'm usually not hungry when everyone else is hungry. So I usually have to kind of gag down whatever I'm eating because I have no appetite. <laughs> so whatever you want night allows me to eat later than everyone mm. else after my Adderall's worn off and now I'm fucking hungry. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. So I would say that was a... Just fucking stop? No? No. What? Just one fucking up? Stop I thought you up? said it was a just... F- I, I would know, say... I what would you... I would say it was a just fucking start. Just, yeah. Because just fucking start eating. Yeah. Or just fucking stop watching your show. Yeah. Just fucking... Just, just fucking do your life. Just do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, what the hell? Just do it. Just fucking do Idiot. it. Idiot. How many times hard. have you eaten? Yeah, I asked my stepdaughter not too long ago when when the last time they had like a cooked meal at her mom's house was. She couldn't say. Mm. And then she's like, well, when my grandma died, she used to cook a lot and that was like a couple years ago. So... Pretty sure they just eat out every yep. single meal. Yeah. Which isn't cheap. It's not I don't cheap. understand how you can afford it's it. Very expensive. I really don't get it. Yeah. I mean, a trip for us to like Cafe Rio is 30 bucks. 
Chipotle's yeah. $35. And she is a kid. There could be maybe times that she's just not remembering right. that her mom did cook for her. Right. But, so. Yeah. Folks, it's cheaper to feed a family for a week on home-cooked meals than it is on takeout. Oh, yeah. It takes effort, but, yeah, it's so much better. Oh, and those, like, freeze-dried soups and you just add a couple cans of Costco chicken. Mm-hmm. So good. Anyway, yeah. um, I have another one-up. All right, what's your one-up? So, I, Finley's learning animal sounds. She loves making the pig sound. What does a pig say? She's, what does a cow say? Moo. She's pretty good at it. So, I'm teaching her, what does the goat say? Ah! <laughs> she just screams because that's what goats do sometimes. And I've, I've been working on it for a couple weeks. She still forgets sometimes, yeah. but we're going to get it down bad. <laughs> She's going to be, it's going to be so awesome. <laughs> That'll be pretty good. I am so annoying. I like it. You have to do that stuff, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. look, you can mess with your kids like that. You can have a lot of fun. And goats do scream. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, the one I used, the one I trained Aubrey to say when, we were, when she was little, is I'd say, Aubrey, what does your tummy do? She'd go, turns food to poop. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, I loved it. But yeah, it's fun to screw with your kids. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that was a one-up. <laughs> Yay. Well, I think that wraps us up for today. Yep. yep. Very informative episode. Yeah, we normally Thanks, don't do those. Thanks, Cody. Normally these are thrown together half-assed at the last second. By you. Yeah, usually. Yep. <laughs> I always do so much research like a nerd. It's usually like Monday morning rolls around. And I'm like, fuck, we got to record tonight. <laughs> then I forget all during work. And then I get home and I have an hour to prepare. You binge research. But That's probably how you did school, though. Yeah, I never did homework. But yeah, I see, and task. like I would do like extra credit and make sure like everything was done but super see, early. I failed almost every class through like junior high and high school. I got straight. <laughs> I, I had ADD and I didn't know. Yeah. Mom diagnosed me. Yeah. I was really good on tests, horrible in homework. Maybe if your mom wasn't a narcissist that she would have noticed. Identified. Or you could have been the kid for 10 years that was hitting himself and clicking yeah. his. Yeah. And <laughs> what the fuck? Do you have like Tourette's or something? <laughs> yeah, mom. Yeah, I do actually. Shout out to you, Andrea. That was the best. Just yeah. fucking stop. <laughs> so, folks, we've given you a lot, of, a lot of info on the coronavirus. It could all change between now and publication. So when we publish this episode, the information here might not be correct. But it probably won't because it takes a long time to learn how viruses work. Yeah. So listen to your state and local authorities. Listen to the CDC. Listen to the World Health Organization. Stop reading the news. Stop panicking. For God's sake, return some toilet paper, water, and return all those masks you bought. Okay? Yeah, some of us have to poop. Yeah, I need a mask so I can poop. (laughs) Okay? I poop in a mask. Big fucking deal. Makes me feel special. If you have any questions or comments about the episode, please email us. At hello at (laughs) unqualifiedparenting.com. I don't, have a, I don't have a pull. Um, be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast Bro, CastBox, <laughs> um, Perfect Cast, um, Fly Fishing Cast, uh, the cast of Broadway's musical Cats. Um, <laughs> rate us on all those. 
Tell your friends and family members to listen or your enemies. Depends on what our episode's on. Yep. Love you. Bye. As always. What? <laughs> you can go to Patreon. You can become a Patreon and support us. We have some sweet shirts we're looking to make up. Yeah. Our patrons are going to I'm get excited about the shirts. Yeah. So if you're not a patron yet, go over there, sign up. You can start with as little as a dollar a month. And yeah, we'll get ready to send out our first batch of uh, free t-shirts to mm-hmm. our patrons. So if you're out there and you're a patron, I'm going to send you an email here in a little bit to get some shipping info. Be excited. And always, congratulations. You've survived another fortnight of parenting. And coronavirus.